Welcome to Ethan in Action. I'm your host, Ethan Baum, joined here by Peter. Today, we're going to go back to 19. What? 2000. <laughs> I thought this movie was in 95 for some reason. It was when we were in high school. So. <laughs> Romeo Must Die was directed by Andre Bartkowicz. Chick. Uh, cinematography by Glenn McPherson. Martial arts supervisor slash coordinator was the legendary Corey UN. Corey UN. Corey UN. Let's talk about our first experience. Now, this was a big deal for Asians back oh, in the day. Huge. <laughs> I, um, so I love rap, hip hop, everything. So this was like a marriage between like two worlds that I was like waiting for martial arts and hip hop. Like it was like huge for me. So this was back in the day when Asian Avenue was a thing. <laughs> Asian was spelled A Z N. One love Asian Prince. <laughs> um, and also. I remember because we were kids and we didn't know better. Uh, at the time, where everybody was like, "Whoa, the storyline's so sick, bro!" It's like heat. <laughs> <laughs> There's such like to us back then was the equivalent of the heat. Yeah, this is our heat. <laughs> <laughs> now, as for Gently himself, our first introduction was uh, we talked about in Lethal Weapon four. Four, yeah, four, yeah. But this was like his real debut. So. Even before Lethal Weapon 4, did you know much about yeah. Jet Li? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lethal Weapon 4 was my introduction. Oh, I knew all about him. Yeah. Everything about him. Every single <laughs> Everything. Time. Everything. Once upon a time in China. Everything. <laughs> Everything about him. But, yeah, let's move to the first thing that we're going to cover, which is the opening nightclub fight scene. The setup. Half of this was stolen from Wikipedia. So, if yes. I say that, I don't get copyrighted, I think. <laughs> the setup. Po Sing, the youngest of Chinese triad boss Chu Singh is, is accosted by African Americans in a nightclub in Oakland, California. He's then rescued by Kai, Chu's chief uh, lieutenant. Then Kai decides he could use a workout. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's in the wrong territory, boy. <laughs> Russell Wong. How is this guy not bigger? Like, why did his career just no. tail He's, he's got a, this. such a great screen presence. Yeah. So, like, he's tall. He's damn good looking. <laughs> like, I gotta say. And he's tall, a damn good and... looking. <laughs> yeah, plus he's a Eurasian. He's a half white, half. Yeah. He's a mixed kid. Like, he speaks perfect English. <laughs> and he's a damn good actor. Yes. It's weird. I don't know what happened to this he's guy's just, career. He, he's one of those guys that just came before their time. Like, for, for listeners who don't follow, Russell Wong <laughs> is the bad guy who kicks everybody's ass in this scene. Yep. <laughs> like, it's it's one of those things, like, kind of from the ringer. <laughs> like, if he had came 10 years later, he would have been huge. <laughs> if he came now, he would have been huge. Yeah. Because in a way, Louis Tan is kind of like the second coming of Russell Wong, in a way. Yeah, with less Tan charisma. what he wants. Like, what <laughs> he wants uh, Russell Wong's <laughs> pedigree. Well, I, I'm just saying equivalent, equivalent wise, he, Louis Tan is kind of like the Russell Wong nowadays. Okay. But Russell Wong, I would argue, is a lot cooler. But to this fight, did you dig it? Did you, did you dig it? Um, yeah, this <laughs> did is you, like, I, I really love the, um, <laughs> the square off between him and then the, uh, the three guys. But like two of them are like from like a exploitation martial arts movie from the 70s. I just, I love that sequence. It was like so cool. <laughs> just the setup of it and everything. It was almost like a mirror scene cause to a scene in Batman Returns because there was a scene like that too where it was like three clowns doing like kung fu. <laughs> 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 they like, three guys just attack him at once. Yeah. 
Um, one thing that I, that I really liked about um, there's this thing that this movie does before Russell Wong, uh, Russell Wong like flies. Mm-hmm. There's this thing this movie does where it's almost like a Super Saiyan power up thing, where he opens his palm and he goes. <laughs> there's a sound effect. It's like wow. <laughs> he always kind of like does his little Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but back to the back to the power up thing. The yeah. breathe. I I. I personally believe the reason why they do that is the reason why these guys fly and float around like that in martial arts movies, especially in the Hong Kong ones, it's based on their quote unquote chi, life force energy. So mm-hmm. you can like tap into that to float around. So I like that little touch they did there. It's like, it's like before, cause before he does that, it's very grounded, like very oh, yeah. standard stuff. Yeah. But then the second, the power up, <laughs> he starts like floating around shit, <laughs> spinning people around. Mm-hmm. Nice little touch there. Yeah, I I can remember at the time though when I first watched it, like everything leading up to as you said it was like grounded, realistic yeah. or whatever. And then that comes and in my mind I'm like, oh no, because <laughs> I even at that time I I did not like wire foo in yeah. in I, like my modern realistic movies. I can I totally accept it in Busha movies and everything like that. Mm. But in these type of settings, like I was like, oh what. Why? Why did you do that? Yeah, I'm, and so that's they, what I'm saying. It, it, that was yeah. like a little bridge. Yeah, for you to like open your mind a little bit. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, get, I get your, you know, little explanation there. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And of course, his Yelp. I really like his Yelp. It, it was weird back then because I didn't really get it, but now I kind of appreciate it. His yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he does like a roundhouse kick to the left and the right in midair. Yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate the way, like the whole scene. You know, the way it was shot for action-wise, whatever, you know. I didn't really care about that, but it really made Russell Wong look like a badass. Everything, like, he did, just from him pulling up his car and coming out of his car, and then um, just that little standoff scene at the end, and he's sitting on the bar. The way he's just sitting, it's, like, so casual, but, like, so fucking cool. I know. All he needed was, like, a cigarette in his mouth the entire fight. Oh, my God. That's, like, a movie poster I would put on my wall. But back to that, though. This movie is really well shot. It is. It it's, is. It's pretty amazingly yeah. well shot. Yeah. The director, even though he ended up doing Exit Wounds and all those other ones, <laughs> like those just got worse and worse. Yeah. Uh, not 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 just in obviously quality, but just the way he directed. Mm-hmm. He got lazier. Whereas this one, the glitz and the glamour was all there. Mm-hmm. Even like the opening crawl credits. Yeah. My There's God. a lot of parts. Like like I just kind of said movie poster before, but there's actually a lot of scenes from this movie where like I would put it up on my wall. It's like a poster. Like it actually looks really good. It also like not to quote the ringer, but <laughs> it feels like this could have been shot last week too. Like the look mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel dated. Yeah. It holds up. Not like well. for example, bad boys too, where they do that whole CSI high contrast, high saturation thing <laughs> that feels older than this look, which is weird to say <laughs> bad boys too. <laughs> How do you want to rate this out of 10? Uh, I give it a 2.5 out of 10. Uh, I love everything Russell Wong, but overall is, you know, just pretty generic actual uh, from action perspective. Oh, no, I know this isn't great, but I still love it. I gave this a 7.5. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, we're, we're raking out of 10. Sorry. Okay. So that's a five for me then. Oh, my goodness. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I was going from the old rankings from five. We haven't done that in a while. All right. So out of ten, <laughs> I give it a seven point five. I get it. I appreciate. I still appreciate the style. I'm. It's it's escapism. 
especially now where everything's so real all the time. Everything's like trying to mirror what's going on in the real real life. I like being able to turn my brain off and watching something dumb and just appreciating it. Okay, I respect that. For that, I love it. Yep. Uh, next we have is the Prison Escape. Set up for this one. Is this from Wikipedia too? No. Han Singh, played by Jet Li, is a brother of Po Singh who was mysteriously murdered. Having learned of his brother's death, Han causes a ruckus in prison. Ruckus. Then he's been put in solitary and hung upside down. He makes his escape. <laughs> he's about to get a big beating. That's what he's going to get. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was actually really ingenious and innovative. Actual sequence, like um, I don't have that vast of a knowledge from Hong Kong movies. But like, have they ever done this really? And where like a guy's hanging upside down? And no, not that, not that I could think of. Yeah. No. So yeah, I thought it was like really kind of just really innovative in the choreography and, and the whole setup of the scene itself. It really showed this place's athleticism too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can be an all-star athlete, but hey, try being hung up like by one leg. See how see how uh, you can maneuver and kick people and shit. Yeah. Um, the main, I mean, obviously it's wire assisted, but the I I think the one spot in this fight scene that really made me go whoa was when he grabbed the keys with his mouth. <laughs> the, the very end, yeah, because yeah, you could tell him like his mouth. He's like, oh, I hope I get it. Yeah, yeah I got it. It's the widest his mouth has ever. Been. Yeah, yeah, that was that was probably that was arguably the most impressive part for me. Yeah, um, only because you know everything's wire assisted. Mm. How does she feel about the X-ray cam? <laughs> um, a little jarring <laughs> this first time that they used it. Like I, uh, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of a weird gimmick, but uh, also smart in a way to like kind of get around the whole ratings board because you know. Breaking a guy's limb, you know, you get a R rating or whatever for that. And this is a, a good way to kind of mask that and, and get that mass mass appeal and more people into your theaters and everything. I think it's pretty dope. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it back then. I love it now. I'm like, yo, that's sick. <laughs> because Mortal Kombat stole that. And it's like in the in their video games now. Yeah, the newer games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, like I said, escapism for me. And I really appreciate it. The only thing I that I didn't really like about that was that he broke his arm by doing a fish block, which no one has ever done in the history of, in the history of martial arts. <laughs> you can't, he broke a guy's biceps bone <laughs> with his wrist. <laughs> but other than that, pretty dope. Um, yeah. Out of 10, I'm going to give the scene a 4.5. No. Okay. 4.5, a little bit lower. I, I would have liked to see more of the him hanging upside down. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I just want a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the highlight for me was definitely the uh, key key grab with the mouth. Mm-hmm. I liked it a little bit more, so I'm going to give it a 6.5. Uh, except the final sequence like really made me laugh out loud um, where he, like, he takes out that last guard. Just from a physics perspective, it doesn't really make any sense because he's swinging and he grabs the guy by the shoulder, but then they cut from a wide shot and he slams him down, but the guy's like, facing the ground and he's like totally stiff so it just looks like he's slamming a dummy against the wall <laughs> it was just it was so funny i just laughed so much <laughs> but even after the fact how he escaped that room didn't really make sense either. yeah yeah how he just grabs the guy's throat through that hole yeah, like oh, okay 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 like that guy can literally <laughs> just break his wrist yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, he's probably got a gun or something yeah. like do you not have anything on you man he's <laughs> like no my neck no <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll let you out right away my only weakness <laughs> 
Next up we have is the warehouse scene. Set up for this one. There's a complicated plot about real estate or something. Han teams up with uh, Trish and they uh, are captured in a warehouse and uh, he makes his escape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a hard time following along with what's going on, but I was just like, okay, just they don't care anymore. They're, they're, they're in a warehouse because yeah. like the plot's like really bad and confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but when, as a kid, when you watch it, you're like, wow, wow. It's like Romeo and Julia. This like, is Shakespeare, man. This, this is like Godfather. Shakespeare. He, <laughs> good Oh yeah. This is better than all that. <laughs> when you're a, when you're a kid. <laughs> Rewatching it. Just the beginning of the scene. When um, he does that little kick of the desk where it slides into Anthony Anderson and then like does a backflip, yeah. it, it actually reminded me of Danny the Dog, a much better movie, because mm. he does mm. that kind of move in there, and it's so much cooler, and everything's better in that movie. Uh, yeah. Let's watch that movie next. <laughs> I mean, the reason why I chose this scene, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of other scenes I could have chosen, but they were all pretty generic. Mm-hmm. I chose this one due to the hose part. Yeah. Oh, well, that was so cool. Absolutely. That was so cool. <laughs> you had to include this scene. This was like in the trailer. This is what kind of sold me on the movie yeah. as well. So I mean, like growing up, even now, uh, people often um, make fun of Jet for being the wire guy and, mm-hmm. and Jackie is the ground guy. Mm-hmm. But people forget this guy is like a wushu world champion, right? Yeah. So he, he can physically do these things. It's just that people only remember the wire stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't remember the actual mechanics of him swinging around like a rope dart basically mm-hmm. which yeah, is very difficult <laughs> it's amazing stuff yeah. yeah like i i thought it was actually really smart how at the beginning um when he's like just spraying the water like they have this establishing shot where like he's spraying the water through the glass and it breaks the glass before yeah. it hits the guy so yeah. it's like oh that's actually kind of smart it's showing like how much water pressure there mm-hmm. is and everything mm-hmm. and um like i was like yeah like it's Otherwise, if that didn't happen, I'd be like, oh, well, who brings a water gun to like a gunfight? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really like that little aspect of it. For sure. S- smart stuff. Um, I don't really have much more to say about the scene. It's really, <laughs> I, I only wanted to talk yeah. about that part. Yeah. That was part. Did you, uh, like you, you've done Kung Fu training and all that. Like, yeah. Did you do weapon stuff yeah, yeah. as well? I didn't so do did, rope did you dart. Do, you didn't do no, the rope didn't dart? Do rope dart. Oh, that's a shame. That was more <laughs> black belt level. Really? Yeah. yeah. I only yeah. made the blue yeah. or green. About to create so what kind of weapons did you do then? I did tanfa, nunchucks, sai, bow staff, sticks. <laughs> Still pretty extensive. Knife. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Extensive. <laughs> yeah, sure. But like, you know, it's I wouldn't if I got in a fight, I don't I wouldn't be like, oh no, I need my tanfa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh look, there's a tanfa right here. Oh, a nunchuck. <laughs> They're just lying everywhere. It's like, wow, look at this inanimate object that just looks like a nunchuck. <laughs> you know, so I never really like remembered or relied upon any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still cool to do though. Like it's more so for YouTube stuff, really. Yeah. It's it's a showcase, right? <laughs> So how do you want to rate this scene out of 10? Uh, I give it a 6 out of uh, 7, just for the, the hose part. 6 out of 7? 6 out of 7. 6 out of 8. 6 out of 10. What? <laughs> 6 out of 10. Six okay. Out of 10. <laughs> uh, just, you know, because it was like classic Jet Li, like, like mm-hmm. his training, like what he's known for. So a great little showcase for that. I gave this scene a 4 out of 10. Um, overall, I didn't really enjoy it that much. It's mm-hmm. just the, that part, especially the part where he... That I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> Where he's he's holding Anthony Anderson, they're like kind of clinching. 
then he pulls the the hose in and it magically goes oh, upwards yeah. the uppercut the upper <laughs> that was cool hose I, uppercut <laughs> I, I don't know how they did that if they pulled it off like legitimately pulled it off um or they it's just wire, wire strings it's most likely wire assisted but okay. that was pretty cool yeah <laughs> all right next up we got the final fight the setup han discovers his brother's murder was in an inside job oh no he confronts kai and they Fight it out in a garden. <laughs> Did you feel like that there were like a lot of callbacks to Fist of Legend mm-hmm. in this? Yeah, there's like a lot of moves that are like just like pulled directly from that movie. Pretty much his entire Hollywood career has been a yeah. remake of Fist of Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's the best movie. <laughs> but yeah. I, I did really like the the first part where it's mostly grounded, where they, 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 they kind of go back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's, a nice, there's a little touch of detail that I really appreciate. I don't know. Maybe it was Corey Yoon's idea or Jet even. Um, but when Kai throws a roundhouse, Russell Wong throws a roundhouse, and Jet Li blocked like that and he like does a little shake with his wrist did you notice that mm-hmm. i was like ah, ah. yeah a little reaction like like oh okay because realistically that's not how you block a roundhouse kick. you'll break your wrist <laughs> doing that shit you'll break your forearms so it's pretty cool how like yeah, they kind of like, they like acknowledge that yeah it's like, like he, he knew he made a mistake for doing that. yeah like, yeah they acknowledge it it. they're like all right yeah that's not how you do this yeah because realistically you gotta do like a dutch block or something because like a roundhouse kick is a baseball bat to your head like you're not gonna block a baseball bat <laughs> Doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so nice little touch by Jet there. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> um, one thing I really appreciate about the scene was they they didn't cut to anything else from this. There was no cross-cutting with any other sequence going on in the movie. They just stuck with the sequence. And from a lot of American movies, when you get these get to the final battle, they're just cross-cutting over and over again. You're like, stick with the scene. Like, like this cradle is what to we the grave. Wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this was like a really good example of what you should be doing <laughs> stay with one scene i also like how the environment changes too mm-hmm. it felt like i was watching a mortal Kombat video game oh, where yeah. they get knocked into the second level yeah i uh, like the give me some skin baby <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was so cool it was like you know a garden all of a sudden it burns and um i just really like that artistic touch of how he's being like dragged around while it's burning while everything's like quote-unquote getting lit <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also, he's not invincible, because a lot of that, that was the one he's of the getting his ass kicked. Pretty, yeah, because most well of there. his movies, especially the Hong Kong ones, he's like untouchable, invincible, right? Yeah. So it's nice to see him like actually be the underdog, mm-hmm. considering mm-hmm. he is the smaller man of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, this is where like the whole X-ray thing really came back, and it was like, yes, okay, yeah. now I now I really get the whole X-ray thing, because they it really nailed it in this last sequence. Because I I actually remembered like watching it in theaters when it came out and this sequence the like the final kill it got one of those like oh from the audience mm-hmm. like I actually remember that from when I was watching it in high school and everything because yeah because if if they didn't do the X ray thing it it would not look as cool because it was just a guy kicking a guy on top of the head mm-hmm. you would not know what's happening really right but that X ray sequence really laid it all out like the I was wondering doing because of the X ray scene I'm like. Does it pop out of his butt? <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder that every single time I watch that. It's like the Nas sequence <laughs> in Fast and Fears. <laughs> At the end. Uh, before that, I want to touch on upon the, the beginning part of the fight. I forgot to mention this. Mm-hmm. They do that thing again. Which where one? The way they fight, it's grounded. But then Kai. <laughs> and it powers up. Power of the G, and that, yeah. that's when they started flying and shit. Yeah. 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 And 
Uh, you mentioned they steal from Fist of Legend. Yeah. You know that, do you know what sequence? Uh, there's kind of two of them. There's like the, the kind of 540 punch a little bit. But the main thing was that whole sweep the leg and then miss it, but then double kick kind of thing. Yeah, well, I know what you're trying to say, but that's not what the 540 punch. No, it's, uh, it's the part where he gets hit. Then he like, it's flying away. And then he punches him in midair. Yeah. Then he does a butterfly twist in midair and lands. Hmm. That is the last time you ever see Jet Li do a butterfly twist in movies. Did you know that? That's a shame. <laughs> yeah, because that's a very difficult move to do. And he was like, what, 32 at the time? But I remember, like, I didn't appreciate it back then because I didn't, I wasn't that into martial arts. But now that I'm older and now that I know, I'm like, holy shit, Jet Li pulled off a butterfly twist. Jackie doesn't do that. <laughs> Donnie doesn't do that. <laughs> like, that's pretty fucking impressive. And then you then you watch back and it's like, early catalogs like especially in his 20s he's doing like butterfly twist 720 shit all the mm-hmm. time and and you just don't appreciate it because he's he's just so whenever you think about it you're like wire foo jet, jet uses wires but it was pretty cool in a movie that's so like wire heavy that he did a grounded butterfly twist mm-hmm. like that's so cool mm-hmm. and it's the last time ever <laughs> ever <laughs> it's a shame but the whole build up up until like the uh, head stomp part just perfect the music and everything, how he's like throwing through the wall and he's looking through and he wraps his hands and all. One thing I always wondered is when he steps through that hole in the garden, um, I'm like, why isn't the fire like burning his dick there? <laughs> it's a slow-mo. So he's actually stepping it through. <laughs> like, like, oh, I got to jump over this. <laughs> it's obviously digital, but I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't. Take see my... those pants? They're really loose, so he's got some, you know. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have been like, I'm going to take my time and watch, step dramatically through this fire. <laughs> I just remember like when he's like doing that whole like tying up his hand thing. Like, he's, he's trying to make it look like really badass. But I, I was, Hell yeah. It, it looked kind of funny. He's just like, he's slowing down. He speeds it up. And, yeah, with but, the music. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really that badass looking. <laughs> it looks kind of goofy. Do you believe that he could beat up Russell Wong? Yeah, I, I could, I could. Yeah, I all right, back then, obviously, <laughs> back yeah, then, back yeah. Then, but now, yeah. now, like now. watching MMA and all that stuff, and <laughs> weight classes and like, differences, <laughs> reach. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they, the whole movie though, he was filmed from that basically like the ant's eye view, <laughs> everything like grounded, and he's mi- trying to make them look as like not as short as possible, kind of. Yeah, it's funny because he still looks so small yeah. compared to everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, I, Bruce Lee was a small guy, but he still looked, they made him look big. But it, it's, like, almost impossible with Jet's build. He's still, like, I think with Bruce, though, like, he's so cut, right? Like, he's he's like lean. He's, he's lean, muscular. I don't, like, Jet, he's, you, have you really ever seen him with his shirt off? Like, mm, you know. like early 20s movies when he yeah. did the Shaolin movies. Yeah. He's, he's not really built that way, so it looks even worse on screen than... It's almost like he he seems like he's stocky, but he's not. Jackie's stocky. Jackie's stocky. But so yeah, he comes <laughs> off as stocky because he's so short. I think he's your height actually, five five. He's tall as hell. I actually think he's shorter than that. To be honest with you, yes, I, I think he's like jet. I think he's like George's height, five three. Shout out to George. No one knows who George is. <laughs> That's what I think. But how do you want to rate this scene out of ten? Uh, so. I- this is probably my favorite scene overall in the movie, so I, I give it a seven overall. Oh yeah, yep. I get. I, I'm gonna give it a nine point five. Oh, <laughs> shit! I actually really love this scene. Like, I, it's weird. I have this 
scene memorized in my head <laughs> that I don't even have to turn it on to watch it. <laughs> like, I just turn it on in my mind. I know, when I first got here, you kept singing the theme song. <laughs> yeah, that part where it pauses, there's like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's like, shut up, man. <laughs> I walked through the door. <laughs> <laughs> I love this scene. Um, moving on. <laughs> what, 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 one thing I just want to... Little thing of nitpick about the movie itself, like just the whole ending part, like after he's killed everyone mm. and uh, he walks away. <laughs> like at the end of the movie, he's walking away from everyone. The cops are coming, they're like surrounded the whole place. He's like, There's two dead bodies in the building. He's a he's actually a wanted international felon <laughs> and he's just walking away from everything into Aliyah's arms. <laughs> like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, he just says, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's cool. End scene. <laughs> he didn't kill anyone in the house. He's a Chinese guy. Let's go. Let him go. <laughs> oh, yeah, his dad kills himself. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's two dead bodies in the house. You don't just let a guy walk out of the house. <laughs> that was actually a pretty well-acted scene. It for was. Jet, too. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a really well-done scene. Jet's, I wouldn't say he's the best actor, but that, that scene itself is one of the highlights of his yeah. acting. Like, yeah. actual acting. Yeah. When he gets to do it in Chinese, you know, obviously yeah, that's better, right? That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we got Rate Our Hero out of 10. Rate Our Hero. What'd you, uh, what'd you think? I didn't think it was that great. Mm-hmm. I actually gave him a 4 out of 10. <laughs> um, because it, it, it's more so with the script. He's not really the main character. Yeah, exactly. At all. <laughs> and, uh, you know, language barrier maybe would have played into that because, like, you felt like the whole, all the supporting characters were really mm-hmm. the ones carrying the movie. Just, they were acting their way around him and then leading him into an action scene, basically. Because even his introduction is after the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. And when you introduce your main character after <laughs> the inciting incident, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of weird. He like literally walks. Like, he's a very passive character. Um, I still, back then, the whole thing was uh, a lot of a lot of people like jump shipped from Jacket to Jet because they're like, "Whoa, Jet's so tough." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say he's more convincing as a tough guy because he, he he's more at uh, better at emoting that look. Yeah, that, he's got yeah, that like yeah, intimidating look. look. Like Jackie, yeah. you, you can't buy that intimidating look. <laughs> yeah, you just you just want to hug him. <laughs> even even when he tries, you're like, oh okay, <laughs> okay, just do comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I totally felt the same way. Where like, yeah, like um, it felt kind of blah <laughs> for like all of his sequences that were not action. Except for, I, I actually did like that sequence in the cab when Aaliyah first jumps into the cab and he's like. Well, you scared of me? You scared of me? <laughs> like, uh, a little charisma. Yeah, it's more of a script problem because because even when he was in Expendables, he had that whole thing, his whole monologue. Mm-hmm. That was like a scene stealer. <laughs> it's like the the producers didn't feel confident enough to give him more screen time or mm-hmm. dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, on to Radar Villain. Yeah, Russell. By Wong. the way, my score was also a four. four. Oh, okay, four. Yeah. Nice. Radar Villain, Russell Wong. I give him an eight. <laughs> oh, ten. I give him a ten. Ten. I freaking love this guy. I <laughs> I wish he had more in this. I wish. I his... wish he was the main villain. <laughs> just everything. Yeah, I wish his career just took off because I actually looked at his IMDb and it's he mainly just does TV after this. Yeah, he's in Supergirl. <laughs> Did you know that? The only thing I remember from after this is um he was the main voice character for um and uh, mocap. True Crime and True, mocap mocap. True Crime, Streets of LA, which is a really cool, like awesome, um, it's a good game. open world game. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. But yeah, I gave him a ten. I I thought his 
I thought his bad guy shtick was better than most MCU villains, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, I, I got to ask you about that. You know how MCU movies now, we, we kind of know the origins of the characters, so they always start off with a, an opening of the villain, like where you, they try to establish the villain. And I felt that's what they were doing in this. Is like He was like an MCU villain where they're like establishing him right at the beginning yeah. before they got into Jet Li. I, I see where you're going with this, yeah. but I also have to remind you that that's what Bond movies did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the Bond thing. They're not all, an MCU thing. <laughs> well, it was a Bond thing where they yeah. introduced the villain, do, hits, do his thing, they introduced Bond later, and then Christopher Nolan stole it yeah. or used it yeah. in the Batman movies. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing I want to touch on. So every single time he takes off his sunglasses in this movie, he does this little glance at them. Mm. It looks so funny cool mm. every time i'm actually going to put that into my real life <laughs> now where every time i take off my glasses or anything i'm gonna do that just it looks so damn cool that's gonna be my uh background on my my mac <laughs> on my computer mm. Mm, yeah mm, yeah why do you keep staring at your glasses <laughs> it looks so cool. <laughs> funny thing about that like um uh i have sisters and they were in love with russell wong as kids who wouldn't be and um i remembered after the fact we would watch like a bunch of Hong Kong movies and he would be in it and they're like, Oh my God, that's him. And, uh, uh and he, he had like a dialogue scene and I would be talking they're like, shut the fuck up. I want to see his, re- I want to hear his real voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did they know that all those movies were dubbed by other guys. <laughs> uh, <so funny>. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got top three badass moments. Uh, number three, I have every time Kai powers up, <laughs> the chi sound the chi thing <laughs> number three for me was actually in the opening with kai uh doing his little like um with his suit jacket like just disrupting the attack from the mm-hmm. three guys or whatever he was doing it looked really cool it looked it old look ah, i don't know what the it purpose cool. of it was but, it but the thing cool. is he doesn't put it back on <laughs> he tries to he tries to <laughs> he tries to but he watches it like oh he doesn't actually get it back on there and they're like all right we'll use that take yeah he doesn't nail it like shang chi does but <laughs> shang shang chi shang okay number, number two, two. For, number two for me is gently the water hose where he makes it go upwards somehow <laughs> that, <uppercut. laughs> that was pretty damn cool i'm like how did they do that all right how poor kids all right my number two is the, well, you renamed it as the butterfly flip thing from butterfly Jet Li. Twist. Butterfly twist. Yeah, that's number two for me. Butterfly twist punch. Butterfly twist punch, yeah. Number one for me. It's, uh, give me some skin, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not even my number one, too. <laughs> I just love, like, how maniacal he is. Like, he's like, like he does, like, a Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? and he's like just pull, like ripping at the skin and everything. So bad, it's so awesome. So freaking cool. I had that as my number one too. <laughs> All right, it. peak meridians. Gently for everyone, no. <laughs> for a wall, go through it gently. No, I would argue for Andre, the director, Andre Bakwakwa. Yeah, this it never gets better. <laughs> hey, he was the cinematographer for Speed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But no, I I would say argue this is probably his best like uh, as a director. directed movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Gently, no, Aaliyah. Her old music career, I'd say, was probably her peak. Marion, just really the yeah. only thing I remember from her music was the one for this song. Uh, you wouldn't know. You're not the you're not the target demo. <laughs> First, you have to see. Is that how it goes? <laughs> Try again. 
try something a lot of like the songs from this movie though are like bangers <laughs> yeah they yeah. are yeah yeah dmx pig meridian movie wise nah it's gotta be belly <laughs> no you're not gonna give it to exit wound <laughs> Or a Cradle to the Grave. Like, he's got more of a role in Cradle to the Grave. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's so bad, though. <laughs> no, it's Belly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is Belly. So we did Jet. No. Russell Wong? Like, I think it is. I think it is, but it's more because, you know, he, this is like during my childhood, and this is what I know him for. But I, you can make the argument that his video game character is his peak meridian. But it's a video game. <laughs> I know. You don't get that same respect. <laughs> I'm going to go with Russell Wong. Yes. Peak Meridian. God. Why isn't he bigger? <laughs> Wirefu. Peak Meridian for Wirefu. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> isn't it interesting that um, it's the same producers as The Matrix? Mm-hmm. And they were released the same year, I believe. I think Matrix came out first and then this came out after, I think. Wait, no. Matrix is 99, right? Matrix is 99. So right, this so came this out after. Oof. This After. is 2000. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think anyone ever made that link where like Matrix and this or kind of thing. This is like a, it, it felt like a, starting a whole new genre where it was like hip hop and martial arts kind of thing. So. I would make the argument that the Matrix style made it easier for audience to accept this. Because mm-hmm. remember, that's what Hollywood learned. They're like, everybody likes wires. Foo. Wire foo. When did Crouch and Tiger Hidden Dragon come out? Because that seemed like it would be an influence on this. That was 2001, I want to say, give or take. Maybe but that's more out. acceptable because it's like whoosha. Yeah, it's, it's totally more acceptable. But it also like brought it into the consciousness of like North America as well because it was like a huge thing that people those a lot of people never really experienced before as well. So okay, so let's say hypothetically. Russell Wong came out 10 years later. <laughs> okay, let's recast them in, in certain things. Let's just say, hypothetically, he was born 10 years later. All right. And so that would have make it, what, 2010? Would he have taken all the Rick Yoon roles? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I think they're the same age, or maybe like a five-year Can you imagine him in Fast and Furious? <laughs> yeah. Like that whole It'd monologue. Doing even better? Would actually be good, the monologue. Yeah. Do that chi thing. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let me Google I'm going to Google Russell Wong age. Russell Wong is like a Bond villain. Oh, be that would cool. be cool. Russell Wong. He was, he's 58 I think he's 58 old. now, 58, right? 58. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, 10 years later, he would have been Rick Yoon. 48 now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Rick Yoon's like 48. But, like, let, let's even crazier. 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He would have been he's like... like Henry Golding. <laughs> yeah, Henry Golding. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. There he you go. Like crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why wasn't he even crazy? He should have been he crazy Rich Asians anyways. <laughs> Did he? Was I don't know. I'm just talking to my ass here. Was he involved in a scandal? <laughs> Did he get canceled <laughs> by Asian that out there. <laughs> I remember he was in the Joy Luck Club. He, yeah, I, yeah, he yeah. was in that. He was good enough. He had like a small little thing in there. Yeah. Okay, uh, hypothetically, if this movie was made today, who would play? Who would play Kai? Who would play Han? Kai, Lewis Tan, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that makes the most sense. And, a little bit taller. And would it be Andy Lee? Andy Lee, as Jet Li? Yeah, the stunt double nah. for Shang Chi, <laughs> or Simu Liu himself. Simu Liu himself, too tall. <laughs> Who's playing Anthony Anderson? Anthony Anderson? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same guy. All right. Who's taking Aaliyah's role? Uh, uh, Cardi B. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would be so much more annoying. <laughs> Sorry, there Cardi B. <laughs> there you go. Cardi B, see me Lou. <laughs> With, oh, that guy, Louis Tan. Let's make this movie. Yo, let's make it. Yo, let's call Hollywood. Yo, Romeo's Must Die needs a reboot. <laughs> All right, that does it for this episode, guys. Ah, that does it for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Please review, subscribe, check out our YouTube page, Ethan on Action. We got um, reaction videos, fight scenes, even a video essay coming up. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back.